0: Okay, so the official Ice Nine Kills Welcome to Horror Wood story has ended. I gotta tell you, I'm a little disappointed on the conclusion of it. Not because it's not good. I just thought the way they ended the first um, Silver Scream, I thought that story was better. But the way they ended this one, I did not like it. But there's going to be a third album with a bunch of horror references in it i can tell by the way it ends but that's all i got for you guys make sure you follow me punch the mouth official on instagram official underscore p-i-t-m on twitter peace guys later have a great weekend and enjoy the fight Buddy, welcome back to the Punch the Mouth podcast, I'm Adrian. Now, one thing I want to say is I didn't like the last episode I did, but I needed to release it because that's what it was. They're not all going to be bangers, bro, but I could do better than what I put out last time, so we're going to revisit the Bellator thing about it being shut down after this year. Where would the fighters go? Like someone like Yamoshab almost Amoslav? They should go to the UFC or he should go to the UFC. But that only is if the fighters are either released from their contracts or they have to honor the contract they're given. Somebody like Sergio Perez and Patchy Minx, they were recently re-signed. Unless they give them the they offer them. We can release you or you can honor it, and we will pay you this money in the PFL. Because think of it, the PFL is doing a pay-per-view division. Now am I saying Rafael Stance? Johnny Ablin and all these guys are pay-per-view stars. No, but they have enough following that you can build a pay-per-view around with all these stars that somebody might watch them, somebody might not. It depends. Again, another factor in this is, are they leaving ESPN? This is PFL I'm talking about, that it's rumored that they are. If they are leaving ESPN, which I believe is a bad move, where what where, where are you going? Are you guys going to the Zone? Showtime is done. You, there's no way you go to Showtime. Where else could they go? Are they starting their own app? Are they going to be exclusive in a country? Which I doubt it because PFL is trying to be global. So I doubt it. The only other place I could see them going is Zone. But Dizone tried to do it with Bellator and it just wasn't happening, bro. <laughs> it just wasn't happening. But we'll see, man. But again, so somebody like. They could also go to Amazon, but I don't, well, I can't say I don't think that'll happen because Amazon has Prime, because look at where they're at now, they're on ESPN, which is also the broadcasting partner of the UFC, so I can't even say Amazon's not an option, but where else could they go? But let's look at it. Yeah, i I would like to see in the UFC. Now let's think of the scenario that all these guys are going to be given a choice, and they can go wherever they want. They're going to become free agents after this November card, which again, I think is dumb because we still have the Grand Prix to get sorted out. I wonder if PFL will honor that if the rumors are true of them getting bought out. Because what's fact here is now that Showtime is after November 17th, that's going to be their last MMA event for Bellator. Like they put out a press release saying that. Like the next Bellator event after 301, if there is one, is going to be on another network. And I'm telling you, if there is one after 301, they should put Leah McCourt and Chris Cyborg on it in the finals of the PFL and Ryan Bader versus Linton Vassell. That should be their final card. And then let the roster dissolve to where it needs to go, you know? That's my opinion. But Yamazawa, Yamazawa, I want to see him in the UFC. Johnny Edlin, I would want to see him in the UFC. Vadim Nankov, he'll either stay in the PFL or go to one. I don't see him going to the UFC. Although a rematch between him and Yuri Prohaska would be cool, whether it's for the belt or not. Valentin Modovsky, I don't see going into the UFC. Like, honestly, a lot of the heavyweights, I don't see them going into the UFC because their best guy right now, he competed in the UFC. It's not that he didn't do well, but when it came to become a top-tier fighter, he struggled. I'll put it that way. Because before leaving, he was supposed to get a title shot at Daniel Cormier, but it didn't happen. He left and went to Bellator to make more money, which good on Ryan. Like, I'm not going to knock him for that, but we shall see, man. AJ McKee, the UFC. Chris Cyborg, the PFL. Because there's... Only three fights out there for her, and I will keep saying this, which are Amanda Nunez, Larissa Pacheco, and Kayla Harrison. Kayla Harrison is gonna fight Julia Budd right now in November, so I think that fight is becoming more of a reality. I can already see them if they do what I say and do one final Bellator card on a different network, and somebody finances it. They'll do Leo McCord versus Chris Cyborg, and they'll do Julia Budd versus. Kayla Harrison. And then for Kayla's last fight, they'll build Chris Cyborg versus her. And then if Kayla's smart, she signs a one fight extension and tries to fight Larissa Pacheco. And then I don't know what she does because if Kayla beats Chris Cyborg, like what is there left for her to do? Go and be a UFC champion in a weight division that's non existent? Like, for all intents and purposes, I heard the UFC was going to get rid of the featherweight division for the women like what are you gonna do you're gonna go be a UFC champion and just say well I was a UFC champion but then who did you be like honestly if she were to stay out of the UFC and fight those girls to me that's more impressive and of course people are gonna say well she fought an old Chris Cyborg I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck because you know why ask me why because she fought her when she was given the opportunity She's been trying to make this fight behind the scenes, and it has not happened. Unfortunately, not a lot of girls are her size and will be outmatched at 145, 155. A lot of people say it's because of steroids. I don't really think it's that, but we shall see. But other than that, let's get into some news, guys. We'll go into some current events, because this is going to be another short one. Sorry about that, too. but Let's get into some news. Report: George St. Pierre reveals plan to face Nick Diaz at UFC Fight Pass Invitational grappling match postponed. Former two division champion George St. Pierre revealed that today he had to he had agreed to he had agreed to terms to face off with former title challenger and prior Octagon foe Nick Diaz in the a UFC 291 Fight Pass Invitational grappling match in December of this year until the pairing was postponed as both encountered injuries. St. Pierre, a former undisputed middleweight and welterweight champion under the banner of the organization, revealed earlier this summer that he was in line to compete in a submission grappling in submission grappling under the banner of the UFC in December of this year. And In the weeks following the announcement of his featured UFC Fight Pass Invitational in December, reports revealed how former middleweight and welterweight title challenger Damian Maia had welcomed the bout, which so far failed to come to fruition. However, per St. Pierre, a grappling match with prior UFC opponent Diaz was in the works for December, as he informed TSN reporter Aaron Bronster until he and the Stockton veteran both suffered injury setbacks. Just spoke to George St. Pierre that revealed that he had agreed to face Nick Diaz in a grappling match at the UFC Fight Pass invitation in December. Unfortunately, both suffered injuries and, and it has been postponed. I told you that fight was going to happen. Did I not say? Tell me I didn't say. Because I did and you can go back and look at it. You can tell me I didn't say that. Which I know I did. I can't tell you which episode because I don't remember. But I know I said it. I know I said it. I said it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said it, okay? Don't give me that. Dude, how are they both? Well, they're both kind of old already. So let's cut them some slack. Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez headlines BK56 in Salt Lake City, Utah on December 2nd. Mike Perry will return to bare knuckle action when he faces ex UFC champion Eddie Alvarez in his showdown to headline the BK56 BKFC. BK, I'm thinking about Burger King. BKFC56 card taking place in Salt Lake City, Utah on December 2nd. BKFC president david fieldman announced the matchup on the mma hour on wednesday the fight between perry and alvarez will be at 175 pounds and it comes together after both appeared on the highly successful bk41 card in april on that night perry defeated former ufc middleweight champion luke rockhold by second round knockout while alvarez held to a hard-fought split decision win over chad mendez in the co-main event following that card perry inked a new multiple fight contract to stay in BKFC as he looks to build on his perfect 3-0 record in the promotion, which also includes a win over veteran Michael Venom Page, as his Bellator veteran. Most recently, Perry served as a backup for the boxing matchup between Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis, but he'll take his gloves off again for his return to action in December. Perry previously told MMA Fighting that he anticipated a potential matchup with Alvarez after both joined the BKFC roster. He must have a chip on his shoulder, Perry said about Alvarez. I'll gladly send him into retirement. Alvarez makes his second appearance in BKFC after beating Mendes in his debut. The Philadelphia native signed with the bare knuckle outfit after securing a release from one championship, which comes after he hit free agency, following a long run with the UFC. I mean, again. How are we going to build a sport when we're building it off the backs of basically the UFC? I mean, look, the main event is a non-title fight, which also features Kai Stewart versus Howard Davis for the BKFC featherweight title. Ben Rothwell will fight Todd Duffy. Christina Ferreira will fight Beth Rollins in a rematch. Jeremy Stevens is fighting Jimmy Rivera. I mean, you're getting views because people know who these people are because they were in the UFC. But how are we going to, like, that's what Bellator did so well, man. They were able to build their own stars. Look, they had Ben Askren. Nobody knew who Ben Askren was. They had Eddie to an extent. Like, a lot of people know who Eddie is. Well, I knew who he was for his Bellator days. They had George for a while. They had Hector Lombard. They had Mike Chandler. Like, a lot of these guys and look, they were even doing what they were doing it with MVP, Michael Venom Page. They were doing it with Johnny Emlyn. They were doing it with Yamoslav Amosov. Like, that's why it makes me sad that Bellator's going away. Because you can't tell me the PFL, besides Kayla Harrison, have built their own star. Because a lot of it, they've been off the release of UFC fighters. Like, look, two of their biggest signings were Sir. I was going to say Ant- Sergio Perez. Anthony Perez and Rory McDonald. You know? so like how much is BKFC how long is this gonna be possible bro like is BKFC gonna be able to compete with the UFC one day I just don't see it bro because look they're building it off a guy but once it got to the top he struggled a little bit of course Mike was going through a lot personally when he was in the UFC that probably hindered his performance but we shall see man we shall see now, let's get into these fights. Islam Mahashev will take on Alexander Volkanovski. Kamar Usman will take on Hansa Chimaev. Magomed Akilaev will take on Johnny Walker. Ikram Alisekrov will take on Wally Alves. Dayinder Magomedov will take on Mium Gafroom. I hope I said that right. Tim Elliott will take on Mohammed Mokayev. Okay, this Tim Elliott versus Mohammed Mokayev, this can easily headline a fight night. These guys are good, man. I cannot wait for this fight. Kainer Magomedov, this guy's the man. Ikram is the guy, Hamza fought, and he knocked him out in like the third round. But this guy's good, man. We shall see. But Wally Alves is no slouch. That guy beat Colby Covington. He's the only guy besides Kamaru Usman to beat Colby. Magomed Akhilaev versus Johnny Walker. Let's see these rankings. Vagomen Akilev is number two, Johnny Walker is number seven. That's crazy. So if Johnny wins. Johnny should just jump over all these guys, man. Whoa, he's not going to jump over Alex or Yuri, right? Because as soon as Alex or Yuri wins, they're going to be the champion. So honestly, if Johnny were to win, look, this is the way you do. Look, look we're going to play matchmaker. You ready? Ready? This is going to be my new matchmaker. song. let's play matchmaker. OK, first you do Jan Blachowicz versus Alexander Rakid. That was the wrong one. Then you do um, the winner of Magomed Aquila versus the loser of Alex Pereira and Yuri Prohaska. And then depending on Jamal Hill's recovery time, he'll either get the winner of Yuri Prohaska or Alex Pereira who'll get the winner of that other fight. There, that's my matchmaking for the day, bro. We'll see. What's up with Dominic Reyes? I'm going to reach out to his manager see if they'll give me something. Honestly, this is my opinion, but I know they won't do it because Anthony Smith just fought Ryan Span and he beat him. And Ryan Span knocked out Dominic Reyes. So we shall see what happens. Now, let's go back to these fights. Kamaru Smith versus Hamza Chima. Of course, they said the winner will get a title shot. That's what they're saying, right? But we shall really see what happens. What I want to see in this fight, again, I'm still working on the video. What I wanna see in this fight is if Kamar can stop the takedown because he he has bad knees, right? He has bad knees. So the question becomes: can you stop the takedown? And another thing is, I don't know if you guys saw the open workout, but they're saying it's fake. But that's something they would say. This is coming from Sheardog. Kamar Usman dismisses injury rumor slams media for clickbaiting. Kamar Usman claims he is battle ready for his middleweight debut against Hamza Chimayo on Saturday, no matter what you may have thought you heard. Usman steps in on nine days notice to face Boras in the co-main event at UFC 294 after Chimayo's original opponent, Paulo Costa, was forced out due to an, a staph infection. The Nigerian Nightmare recently had fans concerned while drilling a takedown sequence with teammate Justin Gaethje during the open workout. Some media outlets attempted to decipher words exchanged between the two from ringside footage of the workout, with observers believing he, they had witnessed an injury to Usman, rumors spread like wildfire given Usman's history of knee injuries. Shaquille Mahajori of CBS Sportsbook, did I hear that right? Claiming that he had heard Gaethje ask, are you all right? While well, by Usman saying no, something popped. Gaethje clarified immediately afterwards, that he had asked Musman if he hit his head on the mat, which he later replied, negative. The highlight wrote, he said, I'm good or something like that. I thought I hit his head on the mat. I asked him if he hit his head. In this clip, he got he got up and said no. However, the rumors continued to spread, forcing the Nigerian nightmare to issue a clarification, criticizing outlets that had engaged in public speculation. The former UFC welterweight, Hambrot, on X, formerly known as Twitter. This is why no one reads your shitty ass blogs. He was referring to bloody elbow. At what point, while I was lightly drilling, did you hear me say that to Justin? Which he's referring to is, yo, I popped my name. Stop with the clickbait, you idiot. Um, On the one hand, I saw it and people are trying to slow it down, but you cannot understand when people are swear they're hearing the word pop. I cannot tell you I heard the word pop because I don't know, but we shall see, man. We shall see. It's going to be a good fight. Of course, that's one thing to keep in mind, right? Are his legs. Can Ham? because I'll tell you what, is the weight going to hinder Kamaru? I don't know. Is it going to hinder his cardio? I don't know because I don't know how much he cuts usually, you know? But what I can say is that he's going to come to fight. Hamza's going to come to fight. Now, if Kamaru clips him, is Hamza going to be like, dude, what the fuck do I do? Because this is a middleweight. So I don't know if Kamaro's gonna hit harder. You know, this is my opinion. I cannot wait for this fight. Like for me, this is the fight. And then you have Volkanovski versus Islam Makhachev. Again, it's five rounds. Volks has the advantage he has coming into this, even though it's only on eleven days' notice, is that his body's not that beat up, and he he's probably gonna go in there at like a hundred percent, like with not too many injuries because putting your body through a 6 week training camp you're going to get an injury here and there. It's not like they're hitting a baseball, you know. But we shall see what happens. It's going to be I believe it's going to be Alex's wrestling versus Islam striking because I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people are saying that Alex won the fight including myself, but one thing we're not giving Islam credit for are like his Muay Thai knees that he was throwing in that fight. Those are some clean knees. Those hurt. So we shall see what happens. Um yeah, and I, I think it's funny because Islam goes like, you only take this fight because they offered him so much money. I'm like, well, if that's the case, that's the case. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me Punch the Mouth on Instagram, official. Punch in the Mouth official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on X. Peace, guys. Later. Deuces.